Hello and welcome, I'm Diane and thank you so much for joining me. Today I'm going to be talking about how I went from not much of a reader at all to eventually reading a hundred books a year. So if reading is something that you are interested in pursuing further, then grab your cup of tea and let's dive into it. Reading is a habit that is practiced by some of the world's greatest leaders like Elon Musk and Warren Buffett, just to name a few. But for me personally, it wasn't always something that I did consistently. In fact, when I was younger, I actually didn't enjoy reading much at all and I would tell people that. When I was really young, I did enjoy reading, but then somewhere along the way in high school, I lost interest in a lot of the books that were being assigned to us. So I didn't continue this habit into my early adulthood. But then something changed in about my mid-20s. I was preparing to do an MBA and during that time, I took some time off to spend at home with my grandmother. And we would cook in the mornings and then later in the day, I would read a book and sit quietly with her. And in that time, I was able to read usually a book every day or two. And what it really allowed me to do was fall in love with the habit of reading. And it's because I was reading books that I was really aligned with. I was reading nonfiction. I was reading business books and development books. I was reading things that I was actually interested in. A few years later, I set myself a goal to read a book a week. And it was only ever meant to be a goal for that one year. But something happened that I wasn't expecting. After the one year, I found that I had built the habit of reading and I wanted to continue it. I saw no reason to stop, something that was bringing me so much joy. So for several years now, I have read a book a week or at least a book a week because in the last year now, I have just finished reading 100 books. And I want to take you through what my process is for being able to develop this reading habit, which I now find comes quite easily to me. So if this is something that you are trying to develop for yourself, you may find some of my next 10 tips useful in maintaining your consistency. I call these the 10 M's of reading. And I just want to preface the rest of this with saying that the number that you give yourself, if you give yourself any number at all, is purely just a vanity metrics and it is just a way to keep you motivated towards your goal. For me, what really matters is the habit of reading and all of the benefits that I know that it brings to my life. One of the first things that I did when I first started to develop this reading habit was to understand my motivation behind why I wanted to invest the time into reading. And at the start, it was purely because I wanted to improve my knowledge in certain areas. But what I wasn't expecting was how overwhelmingly calm the habit of reading made me feel. And later I discovered some of the research that supports this. Research has shown that reading reduces stress by 68%. 
and it outperforms the also very highly effective methods of walking and your cup of tea. And one of the best parts is it takes only six minutes to be able to see the results. Research has also compared TV watchers with readers and it has shown that people who read have an increased ability for problem solving, for analytical skills and for judgment. And because of the unique words used in books compared to television, they also have an enhanced vocabulary. One of the next tips is something that I had discovered only after my first year of reading. And that was to pick a meaningful theme. So by picking a theme, I found myself really being able to deep dive into particular topics that were particularly relevant to me at certain stages of life. And I was able to compare and contrast alternative points of view on these particular topics. So some of the books that I have read in previous years include books in business, in finance and in real estate. My preference is for non-fiction books, but research has shown that reading fictional books also has incredible benefits, particularly because it allows you to transport yourself into worlds that you wouldn't otherwise be familiar with. And by doing that, you grow your ability to exercise empathy in your real life. Having a theme also brings me to my next tip, and that is creating momentum. When you have a theme, you usually have several books that are going to easily be able to fall into that category. It's kind of like watching Netflix. You're always going to be more likely to watch the next episode once you see that it's already rolling and ready to go. So use this mentality when it comes to maintaining your reading habit. My next tip is to make it manageable. And by that, I mean understanding how much of a particular book you want to read in a day. I, for example, knew that I was trying to get through a certain number of books. So I would take the book that I was reading at the time and I would divide the number of pages into the number of days that I had to read that book. And whether it was a few days or one day or across a week, I found that this always worked and this comes down to the principle of Parkinson's law. And it says that your work expands to the amount of time that you have available. In my year of reading 100 books, I certainly was not staying at home all day doing this. I did all of this in after hours and also while maintaining quite an active social life with friends and family. I absolutely love physical books but I actually read the majority of my books as ebooks. Years ago, I started reading all of my books on my iPad. And when my iPad was damaged for a period of time and I hadn't replaced it, I actually moved to reading on my phone. And it was a lot more enjoyable than you may think because it meant that in all of those spare moments that I was out and about, where you would normally be maybe scrolling on your phone, I would just start reading. If I was waiting for someone for an appointment or if I had some spare time, I would take that opportunity to read on my phone. 
Now, the good thing about reading on your phone is that a lot of the apps that you would use to support this can usually sync up to your other devices. So you can just pick up wherever you left off last. If you are absolutely committed to physical books, then my recommendation would be to still try and make them mobile. If you can, always have a bag on you that means that you can carry whatever book you're reading at the time with you wherever you go. One of the things that I love about switching to ebooks is that it saves not only space but also time and money. A book is just a click away on most apps and you don't have to worry about storing it over time, especially if it's not something that you think you might read again. I tend to focus my physical books on books that I find visually really appealing. So books in style or architecture, for example. And that's what I like to keep in my home. Because I mostly read nonfiction business books, on the other hand, they're not always the most visually appealing. So I'm really happy for that to be something that I just stick to on my eBooks instead of buying the physical versions. My next tip would be to make money conscious choices. So while a book usually doesn't have a huge price tag, if you are planning to do it consistently as a habit, it can add up. In my first year of reading consistently every single week, I spent nearly a thousand dollars on books and I found this at the time to be a really great investment. But that was until I discovered some more economical choices. And one of those was using an app called Scribd. And if you're not familiar with this, this is often described as the Netflix of books. So it allows you to access multiple books or thousands of books with a monthly subscription. I was using Purely Scrab for several years until I exhausted a lot of the options that I was interested in. But then more recently, I discovered my local library. And this was a really nice discovery to see that although when I had visited the library and not often seen a lot of things that I was interested in to borrow, their ebook selection actually had a huge number of choices that were really in my fields of interest. So I would encourage you to check your local library's ebook options and see if this is something that could work for you because it might mean not having to invest a dollar into reading which is what I'm currently now doing. My next tip is to make highlights. One of my favorite books is a book by Tiago Forte and it's called Building a Second Brain and it is all about your knowledge management processes. So one of his formulas is to use the code system and that stands for capture, organize, distill and express. So by highlighting on all of the apps in my ebooks, I am able to capture what my key takeaways are from each of the books that I read. My next tip is to make sense of your reading. The thing about knowledge is that it only becomes power if you mix it with action. So I'm really aware that reading on its own can actually be a really passive way of learning. So the way that I make sure that I am going through that code process and organizing and distilling and expressing further is through my weekly blog where I publish a business book review. 
This gives me a chance to distill the main ideas that I've taken away from a book and share them with anyone that it might be useful to. This then builds up a database of a lot of the learnings that I have been doing. And essentially it is my second brain. And that is what the idea of Tiago Forte's second brain is. It is about taking everything that you have in your head and creating a different database in which to put it into. My next tip is to use the mornings. Now I have experimented through the years with reading at lots of different times and I have found that the most effective way for me personally, hands down, has been reading in the mornings. And that is because as your day progresses, it starts to become much more about other people. That there's usually a little window at the start of every morning that I'm able to find where I can make that just about my time to be reading. And I find it a really peaceful activity to do as one of the first things that I do when I wake up in the morning. My final tip is to use the power of mute. So when I read, I always have my phone on airplane mode so I can enjoy entering into what is often known as the flow state. And this is when you are completely engrossed in an activity where nothing else seems to matter. But research has shown that this takes between 10 to 20 minutes to be able to enter into. But the great thing is that it can last for 30 minutes or even hours. But if you are distracted by phone calls or messages or social media, it's going to be a lot harder to do. So I put my phone on airplane mode for that period of time and I take it off when I know that the rest of the world is starting to wake up and they might need me for something. If you are trying to develop a consistent reading habit, then I hope that it is something that you pursue further. Just like with any good story, it is not something that happens overnight. It is built page by page, chapter by chapter, but at the end of the day, your efforts will compound. If you have found any of this useful, then do please let me know by liking, subscribing, commenting, or reviewing wherever you are. Thanks so much, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.